All right, folks, here we are with the man, with the plan, <laughs> Mr. Travis. How are you doing, bud? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. It's been a great weekend. It's been a great week. Like, it has. It's like work was easy, and then I got to drive out here Thursday and and RO Friday and, or shoot Friday and then RO all weekend. It was a great time. Awesome. Um, for, I've been wanting to get to one of these matches for a while, just haven't had the opportunity. Um and then was able to come out here and, and shoot this weekend and see my friends do really, really well. So yes, sir. Uh, it was a great time. Great Good. time. So where did, where did the NRL Hunter part come from? So NRL Hunter, the um, concept actually came from Scott Satterley. Okay. So Scott's been, you know, retired Army. He's been shooting competitions even while he was in the Army. Mm-hmm. Um, he's one of the most recognized names in – the Precision Rifle Race Gun Series. And um, he, a couple of years ago, came on board with the NRL and was helping us out with um, with some of our stuff. And he threw a hunter-style match. It was um, the Hornaday Precision Hunter Matches, I believe okay. what it was called, uh, out in Colorado. And he did it kind of as a test bed. And he took different aspects of different style of matches that he liked and was putting them together and came up with the concept of a hunter type of series. Okay. Um, Scott's an awesome dude, but he, he did not want to create a series. He loves throwing matches, but he, you know, he didn't want to. He didn't. <laughs> he, he, he saw me and didn't want to. <laughs> yeah, he didn't want your life. <laughs> he didn't want my life. <laughs> he didn't want the stress. Um, and we were literally, you know, at his house one night, um, and he said that he had this concept, and, and whatnot, and I told him I was familiar with the match that he threw, and he wanted to turn it into a series, but he didn't want to run the series, and he didn't, he wasn't sure in which direction to make it a series right. instead of a individual match. Okay. Um, so we literally got out I, like a butcher sheet of paper, and mm-hmm. we were sitting in his living room, um, and we just started jotting out ideas. You know, okay. this is, he laid out, this is what I've got. This is what I did. I said, okay, this works, this works. This doesn't work. we got to change that. We've got to do this. And he said, okay, but if we do this, we got to do that. You know, we started yeah. brainstorming, right? And, uh, and I told him, if, I'll create the series if, we, if he can get the matches. Nice. And I can't remember how many matches we had that first year, but he, he got the matches. Um, we turned it into a series, and at the same time, we wanted to go away from the race gun. Right. The NRL had already made up its mind. We wanted to kind of figure out a way out of race gun. Okay. But we weren't sure what that was going to be. And with the introduction of the Hunter Series, it gave us that out. Right. Without, um, without having something to replace it with. Right. Right. So we, uh, we said, let's do it. You know, we, the, the race gun series, it's... Um, you know, it's a Formula One NASCAR, whatever you want right. to describe it. It's it's fantastic. It definitely has its place. Um, everybody that shoots that, they're, they're great people. Mm-hmm. Um, but we wanted to do something that was more practical, uh, lighter rifles, um, you know, uh, readily available cartridges, uh, stuff that you can actually use in a real-world type right. of scenario. Um and what I mean, you know, in, in a hunting situation. Yeah. So we were I'm like, not carrying my race gun to the field to go to go hunting. No. no I'm not going to do it. No, nobody is. And, <laughs> you know, I, I was shooting a one-day match with a race gun, and it was a 26, 27-pound rifle, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I threw out my back. Oh. 
Okay. There yeah, you go. I, I was in a weird position, and I lifted my rifle to get up and was moving fast, and and I threw up my back, and I was like, I'm never carrying a heavy rifle again. Yeah. Don't need it. Okay. And um, and so even then, and that was way before Hunter. Right. Even then, I started stop carrying heavy rifles, and okay. I started carrying rifles that I would actually hunt with, and and uh, so when Scott approached me with that idea, I was like, this is. Yeah, this is fantastic. Awesome. Yeah, so Scott is Scott is the original brainchild of the concept, and it has evolved um, right. in many different ways since three years ago. Okay, um, you know, it's a, it's a same concept, different game than what it started a year ago. We, you know, we've added teams, we've mm-hmm. made change change the rules for factories, uh, division rifles, so on and so forth. But it's uh, it's where we are today, and we're growing very very strong. I mean, you saw the hands today. We probably had. At least seventy percent or more yeah. of the people in here. There's probably there's yeah, there was a lot of them, including myself. Like I've never shot an NRL Hunter Series match before, right? And I've meant to for the last two years, but every something's come up every time. So I was like, Robert's running a match. Let me see if he needs an RO. Like, filled out the little RO form. Yep. And he was like, Uh, yes, add. <laughs> I was like, Yeah, I I I can do it for you. I'll be out here. Um. So you said you've been doing it for three years. Like, how many more matches keep getting added each year? Oh, man. So last year, I think we had 14 matches last year. Okay. Forgive me if I'm wrong, but we had around 14 matches. You can look it up on the website. Okay. Um, This year, we grew to 20 matches. So we added six new matches this year. Awesome. Um, And I capped it. I stopped. We had more matches that had applied than I allowed. Okay. Um, and the simple reason is, is unlike the race gun series, the hunter series runs from January to August. Okay. And so we only have eight months to, to build a series or a season. Right. So come August, yes, it's archery time. This is a rifle series. So, you know, come August at the end of August, beginning of September, people are starting to scout. People are starting to hunt rifles, so Mm -hmm. on and so forth. We want people actually hunting during hunting season. Right. We don't want them shooting matches per se. Okay. So that's why we created our series to be eight months. So okay. eight months, we have 20 matches. Yep. And that's a lot. And yeah. you guys, somebody from the NRL is at every match. Yes. We're at every match. Yeah. So 20 matches in, in eight months means, you know, holidays are pretty much our weekends off. Right. Right. Um, plus... We have the NRL 22 stuff that, you yep. know, the championship that's in, in July, so it falls right in the middle of that. Yep, and you have the all the X-Masters. All the – everything X. else, yeah. Yeah, it's a lot. So, you know, handling – doing more than 20 um, was definitely not in the books. And even 20 may be too much. It may not be, but the demand is there. So right. we're, we're trying our best to be able to provide a option for people that want to shoot this style of match which is why we introduced the SIG NRL Hunter Games. Okay. Which is a one-day version of this. Okay. Um, five or six stages. Uh, there's no prize table. There's no ego involved. Um, and it's exactly the same, except that we do not make the, the targets blind. Okay. So we'll tell you where the targets are. So you come up. I'll say targets one, two, three, four. You should have four minutes. You still have to refine them. Refine them, arrange range them. them. And engage, and engage them, them in that okay. four-minute time frame. All the other rules um, are, are – well, there's no divisions either. Okay. So all the other rules of the format of how to shoot it are the same, but there's no divisions. You can shoot it with your 
grandpappy's 30-06 you can right. shoot it with a 20 uh, 223 if you okay. want to and the reason we eliminated that is we realized there's a lot of people in certain rural areas like where we're at right, right now that just they want they'll shoot this if they can shoot what they actually hunt with right and you can't really be successful with a 223 and the 20 in the two-day national series right it doesn't meet the qualifications but on the one day if you're a coyote hunter and you're using yep. 223 all day long and you just want to come out and get better rifle skills perfect come yeah. out you know absolutely so is uh do you guys have like if somebody is hunting with like there does it have to be a bolt gun could it be like a 224 uh 224 valkyrie gas gun for the one day series it could be any caliber there's no restrictions, no restrictions? at all okay um as long as you could safely manipulate that firearm okay in the two-day national series you have to meet power factor unless okay. you're shooting a factory rifle and it has to be a 243 caliber or larger okay that okay. is sammy spec Okay, it's got to be a Sammy spec round. Yes. Okay. So we're trying to keep the dashers and the GTs and right. all of the Wildcat cartridges in the race gun series mm -hmm. out of this because we don't want this to be a race gun series. Right. We want this to be true to hunting. Right. Hunting hunting type caliber. So you can shoot, like, I've got an old um, Ruger Mark 77 or whatever that's a 243. Yeah. It's original from the factory. I could shoot that. Absolutely. In factory class. Okay. Yep. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, and you could shoot gas guns. In bye Ryan, Ryan Hay from Magneto Speed's taking off, so you guys say goodbye to him. Absolutely. <laughs> um, you can absolutely shoot gas guns mm -hmm. um, in the two-day series, um, as long as it makes weight and, and the and, caliber and power and, factor and right. so on and so forth. So if somebody had like a 308 gas gun, yep, they could they could run it. We had there. a guy shoot a, a uh, AK-47. Of course you had somebody <laughs> shoot an AK-47. He had a guy in Iowa. He was in Iowa. He was like, I don't have anything. Built. He's a, a, an NRL 22 guy. Yep. And so he's like, I can't shoot my 22s. But I, I want to come out. I've yeah. got an AK. Yeah. Let's and do it. I was like, he's like, can I shoot it? I'm like, yeah, yeah. Go. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're going to make power factor. You're under 16 pounds. Go for it. And he, he didn't do great. Right. But he said he had so much fun. Oh, yeah. Right? That would be, that would be awesome. <laughs> I mean, you could you could do some stuff and get get some optics on an AK for sure. It would it just be that would be a funny to watch. It's just yeah, it's like we're trying to stay as far from the tactical world as possible, and then you see an AK out and there. Then you show an AK out here, <laughs> but um, it's you know we want people to become better riflemen and better better overall skill sets. Okay, not just a trigger man. Right. And so um you know if if he's slaying coyotes with his AK, then good for him. Good. Yeah, absolutely. So. Um, primarily, like, NRL Hunter is been, from what I have noticed, more in hunting-type environments, Wyoming, Arizona, yes. New Mexico, Utah, places like that. How do you feel it worked out in the southeast of the United States, being here in Louisiana? We've had one. We've had two at Arena now. Yes. And like you said, you know, the first year was 50, then it grew to like 100 shooters. Yep. So it's grown, and then you we get this one, and we get 50 shooters here. Like, there's a difference between having like 600 acres of available right. land to set something up on versus 850 range that's 200, 250 right. yards wide. So. You know, the, the concept was based on, you know, again, Scott and our, uh, my vision. Mm -hmm. And we're Western hunters. Right. Right. So we're, 
we're used to taking, you know, 200, 300, 400 yard shots. Right. Um, there's guys out west that shoot further than that. We don't, uh, we don't necessarily condone long range hunting. Right. Um, our problem coming out east was, from our understanding of eastern hunting, is most shots are going to be 100, 200 yards. Yep. Right? The terrain out here is not as vast. Right. Right? Um, beautiful country. It's it's not as hilly. It's, you right. don't have your up angle. You don't have your down angle. It's a lot of there's flat a, range. And then there's a lot of tree line, like thick yeah. tree lines in between and, and, yep. and whatnot. Um so when we came out here, you know, being 100% honest, and I told Robert, I'm like, if, like I had concerns, right? Mm-hmm. It was going to be on a square range. Um, Robert had shot several of the matches before. Right. So he knew exactly what we were looking for, and um, he assured me that he could get it done. Right. And for like two months prior to today, prior to the, the match, he had been contacting me with different ideas and concepts of, and how things would work. And concepts are, are great in theory until they're executed, and you never know what that's going what to be. What the execution's going to look like. Right. But Robert killed it. Yeah. I mean, he, he did a phenomenal job out here. Um, the, I mean, this range is, I don't know, what, 200, 250 yards long? Yeah. Wide, right? Yep. Um, it's about 800 yards deep. Yeah, it's 850 Eight, range. 850. So, again... Our targets, we try to keep them at realistic hunting ranges mm-hmm. you know, for us, which is, you know, going to be 600, 700 yards and in. Yep. Um, we actually have a rule that you can't set targets past 1,000. Okay. Um, the targets that we set at 1,000 out west is to show people what 1,000 yards is and not to do it. Right. Because um, we all hear those stories. Oh, I shot an elk at 1,000 yards. What's 1,000 yards? Bro? Oh, it's that car over there. No. No. That's not 1,000 yards. No. Definitely not. Yeah. Um, so when we came, you know, when we come out east, the big thing that we're we're hesitant about is terrain. Okay. Um, Arena did it the first year, and and they did a great job. Okay. Right. Um, but Arena has a lot more land. Yes, they do. Right. It's like twenty two hundred acres. Yeah. Um, their second year, like you said, they they doubled in size, a little bit mm-hmm. over doubled in size. Um, here, even though this is. Arguably the smallest range that is in our roster mm-hmm. was a fantastic match. It was so much fun. It was fantastic. Um, Robert did, he put every thought he could into where targets are going to go so that you couldn't see them from other positions. Um, probably 70% of the positions uh, were truly blind. Mm-hmm. You know, there were a couple just because of the layout of the range, they weren't blind, but they were positions that. Almost, you know, there's almost really only one or two ways to shoot them. So it didn't right. really make that much of a difference. But targets, you couldn't really, you know, they were for the most part blind. It, everything was done very well. Uh, the hospitality was great. The food was great. The the fish cookout was awesome. Uh, that was really, really good. Yeah. The, the jambalaya is a little bit too spicy for me today. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody knows I can't do hot, spicy, but that was a little spicy. So his wife... Uh, Got me some sandwich stuff, and there you go. You know, I mean, the hospitality down south is is absolutely fantastic. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, Robert put me up in his is his hunting camp. Yeah, like we're, room, t- we're technically roommates. We're I technically guess. roommates. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I sat there and I was like, hey man, like, is there a place where I can like throw a tent up on the on the range? He's like, well, how, he, well first I said, is there a place to camp on the range? And he says, how big's your RV? I was like, I don't have an RV. He's like, how big's your motorhome? I was like. 
no, I'm going to, like, throw a tent on the ground. Right. He's like, no, you're not. He's like, you're going to come stay at the deer camp. I was like, oh, okay, whatever. Like, just that, yeah. that's what I love about the community in general is, like, anywhere you go, you pretty much have a place right. to stay or you know Dude, somebody or anything else like that. And I'm not going to lie to you. I was – because Robert said the same thing. He's going to stay – he's all, you're going to stay in the trailer right? in our deer camp. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, that, you know, that's – I'm okay with that. I've stayed at some nasty-ass deer camp trailers. Yeah. Right? And so I'm thinking to myself, okay, we're in, like, the middle of nowhere, northeastern Louisiana. There's yes. nothing out. You got to drive 30 minutes to get food. Yep. So I'm like, uh, this deer camp might not be okay. Right. You know, just. Might not cut it. Yeah. And not that I'm, you know, not from, I'll sleep wherever for yeah. myself. But I mean, Brittany's here. She's pregnant. Pre- pregnant. I, yeah. I got to make sure she's comfortable, you know. Um, and we got to this deer camp, and it's beautiful. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, it's great. I mean, the air conditioner works. Yeah, and it's got a bed. That's all I need. Well, and the water's hot. I mean, like yeah. instantly hot. And that's awesome. There's a fridge and TV. TVs. Yeah, yeah. It's it, it was, was awesome. It was perfect. really really good. Yeah. So, and, and if we need anything, Robert's right across the street. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So it was um, it was perfect. We're actually staying there again tonight before we fly out tomorrow. So. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. So, with 20 matches being on the roster, what other venues are trying to trying to pick into or break into this in um, at different venues? Like, obviously, you got the Arizona, the Wyoming's like that. We've right. got Louisiana, we've got Georgia. Are there any trying to go up into the, like North Carolina, the Virginias? Like, the Race Gun Series has a new venue in New York. Yep. Like upstate New York, like how far is this branching out for the for the Hunter Series? You, you know what? It's so the Hunter Series right now we're actually international. Okay, so, really? Yeah, we have the the Hunter Series in South Africa already. That's okay, running. Awesome. Their championship is in April. Okay. Um, we have three or four guys from here: Mike Lilly, John Pinch. Mm-hmm. Um, those guys are going to go over there and shoot those matches. The championship okay. they were invited out. Um, I'm going to skip that one because I've just got too much going on, and yeah. I just well, I was there last year. Yeah. Um, so we're in international already stateside, and we are. They're talking about opening up Hunter in Canada, and oh, wow, that'd in be South cool. America, in, in Mexico somewhere. Wow. Yeah. So I mean, Mexico's got a pretty good hunting game. Like, got great got some, hunting. Yeah. Some super trophy bucks and trophy yeah, and animals coos down there. deer and everything else is yeah fantastic. And then Canada, I mean. Canada is a, a hunter's playground, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, they got big animals up there. <laughs> yes. So, you know, it's we don't seek after mm-hmm. venues. We're kind of letting the venues come to us, and that's right. not to be conceited. It's to see what we already have and managing right. the teams that we have. Right. Right. Um, I With 20 matches in the schedule, I don't have a lot of time to go out there and try to bring in new, new venues. Yeah. When the venues that we have right now are doing so well, I would rather focus my energies. Okay, Louisiana was tested. It was proven. It did a fantastic job. Right. I'm going to spend my energy making sure that they are sold out every year moving right. forward. Right. Okay. So I would rather have a handful of great quality matches throughout the country. Right. Then just be spread out. Spread everywhere. out and have be like, oh, this one was good, but 
it didn't sell out or it didn't meet the number of people that we need. Or the expectation yeah. of what we want, right? Yeah. We want to put a, a standard, a quality standard out right. there so that when you come to a hunter match, you know what to expect. You know it's going to be a good group of people. You know it's going to be good food. You know it's going to be mm-hmm. a good price table sponsor support from the sponsors. And that it's going to be a good course of fire. Right. Um, and I think that when you get too big too fast you're going to lose control over that quality, quality product right right so what we're going to work on doing is instead of necessarily expanding the series is we're working on creating um experiences okay so we have a match this year uh that we're doing in conjunction with competition dynamics okay it's the savage extreme backcountry hunter <laughs> and that's going to be in wyoming um i forget the exact dates but that's going to be in july Okay. And that's a three-day match okay. where you actually have to hike in with all of your gear. You stay on range. Oh, wow. Every night and every day you have to go complete hunting tasks. Oh, that's awesome. So all your gear, your tent, your food, your sleeping, your rifle, your everything. Yeah. Just like you would go backcountry hunting. Yep. Everything for you to survive for three days has to be on you and, and brought in. If you go back to your vehicle... You're tapped out. You're DQ'd. Done. Wow. That would be. That sounds awesome. Yeah. So we're trying to bring more experiences. We're working on a. Um, I, I, we're crossing our fingers. We're working on putting an experience together in Alaska. Oh wow. Where we're going to do a two-day match up there, um, not part of the point series, but for fun. Mm-hmm. And we're working on setting up guided hunt, limited guided hunts, and fishing trips. Oh wow. So awesome. Come up there for a week. And you're going to shoot a two-day match, and you're either going to go fishing, or if you're lucky enough to get already a hunt, got, and you've already got the rifle hunt. to go hunting with. Exactly. Right. It, Boom. Like, oh, I need to, I need to pack my my gun to shoot the match with, and I got to pack a, a gun to go hunting with. No, they're one in the, the same. They're one in the same. Yeah, and all your hunting gear is already with you because you just shot a hunter match. Exactly. That's awesome. That's a really good idea. So we're really trying to all like both of those plans are in the work. We're trying to do the same thing with South Africa, which is why John and and Mike Lilly and them are going out there this okay. year. Um, South Africa wants us to come out and bring a bunch of of the Americans out there. <laughs> <laughs> it's just kind of hard to do, you know, yeah. that many that far. Um, but we're trying to create more experiences that can also be done that aren't competition related. Yeah. But are at the same time, if that makes sense. Right. So that makes sense. Sweet. So those are that's what's on the horizon. So this match turned out awesome. Robert did a great job. Yes. We know it's somewhat on the on the horizon. Yep. Three day back backcountry stuff. Yep. South African, you know, Canada. We got Alaska two day match uh, trying to be in the works. Did you think it was going to grow to the popularity that it is? Yes and no. Right. Um, so the, the thing about where the country is right now mm-hmm. is there's currently, I believe the last report I read was like 15 million hunters right. in the United States. Right. Um, COVID brought more hunters into reality than mm-hmm. pre-COVID. So during COVID, obviously, there were shortages of food and meat and so yep. on and so forth. My grocery store, I could buy one protein, yep. one, one you know, one steak, and that was it for, I don't know, months. Um, so a lot of people decided to become hunters, and a lot of people are trying to figure out how to become hunters. Right. Um, so we're starting to see a lot more people um, 
interested in the sport and becoming more proficient with what they're doing. And we're starting to see a lot of crossover from the race gun series back into what we're doing because majority of the people that get involved with race gun actually just want to become better hunters. Right. Um, and they, a lot of them stay cause they end up loving the sport, which is fantastic. But a lot of them want to just learn how to hunt. Right. So we knew that, that there was a large market. We didn't know how fast it would catch. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, you're like, oh, this is going to kind of be a slow burn, and then, like, somebody threw a whole bunch of kerosene on it. And yeah. Like, it's going. And, and it's it's lit, and, you know, we're being contacted by all corners of the world, literally, to make this happen. Um, there's a couple of Asian countries that we're, that we're friendly with that right. we're not, <laughs> we don't have any issues with that, that have uh, asked us to come in and host hunter matches in, in Bali. Okay. In, in, in Bali. And I'm like, dude. We're going to go shoot a hunter match on the beach. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, Travis, one of the uh, uh, the ROs, he goes down to um, – uh, it's one of the islands. Why can't I think about it right now? Um, you said Bali, and it, it threw me off. But they go down there all the time to do, like, USPSA and, like, yeah. ra- like race pistol stuff. And I'm like, they got to hunt down there. Like, oh, yeah. Like – like Travis, you're going back down there. Like, go talk to him. Be like, what's up? <laughs> right. You know, hey, we we need you know a little bit of land. To have some yeah. fun. We'll bring. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like that would that would be sick. Because yeah. I mean, the the cool thing about this is like when people go hunting, they normally like at least down here in the south, like they've got a deer camp, they've got you know family property, they've got a hunting lease or something like that, and they only know that style. With right. this, like you go to Wyoming. Florida hunting is definitely different than Wyoming hunting. Oh, which absolutely. Is definitely different from Arizona hunting. So, uh, like, whether you shoot good in the match or not, one, it's like destination destination vacations. Yep. Like, you can take an extra couple days. Well, yeah. hopefully you can take an extra couple days and be able to enjoy the area that you're going yeah. to and, well, I mean, and it, be able to take per- advantage of that area. Yeah, perfect example is Brittany was not going to come on this trip because she's pregnant. Right. But we have never been to Louisiana before. Right. Our flight into Monroe, they only have like one flight out a day for where mm-hmm. we're heading. So we couldn't get that flight on Sunday because we'd miss, the, you know, half the match. Right. So we have it on Monday. Right. So now I have the rest of today and tomorrow morning to go explore to Louisiana. To go explore Louisiana, exactly. You know, go see, you know, whatever there is to see out here. And there's a bunch yep. of history in Louisiana. Yes, there. Uh, yep. <laughs> right? And the same thing. When we go to Montana, we always drive through Yellowstone on the way home. Yep. We take the extra time. We drive through Yellowstone. We photograph bears. And uh, we saw, you know, um, baby moose. I don't know if there's a name for baby moose, but baby moose. and I think they're just called small moose. Small moose. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> So we try to make it when we drive as as much of an adventure and, and education thing as possible. When we fly, it's a little bit harder. But, right. you know, that's the that's the beauty about it is you can turn it into whatever you want. This year, our Montana match and our North Dakota matches are back-to-back. So right. Montana, the next week is North Dakota. So I'm driving to Montana. Instead of coming back through Yellowstone, I'm staying up there. I'm going to do some fishing. And then we're going to drive oh, into North Dakota, do some you know, whatever, get into some trouble over there with the HS Precision guys and yep. some of my buddies o- over there. And then we're going to go to North Dakota, shoot that match, and then I'll take my time driving home. 
Yeah, perfect. You know, I mean, your your vehicle has to have a couple hundred thousand miles on it by now, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. If this is the match vehicle, and the only time we drive this one is when we go to matches because it's got so many miles on it. Yeah, my a couple of my neighbors know. Oh, the that car's not here. He's gonna. He's got to be at a match. He's got to be at a match somewhere. <laughs> yeah, or it's or it's in the shop getting tuned up or yeah, whatever, exactly. Right? Another oil change. Yeah, I hit the amount of miles, dude. Oil changes on my truck are like crazy, stupid, expensive, but. Yeah, it's like eighty bucks, ninety bucks for an oil. Four hundred bucks for an oil change. Yeah. <laughs> what truck do you have? I have a uh, um, Dodge Ram twenty five hundred or Ram twenty five hundred wow. diesel. So I always, you Oof. always, because of the amount of miles I put on on it and how fast I always do change the oil and then I always change the fuel filters. Uh, okay. All, always. So, but it's yeah, four hundred bucks a pop every time I, every time I do that, and I'm changing it every I think eight thousand miles. So at least once a month. Good lord. Yeah. That's a lot. <laughs> so if you guys are wondering where your membership money's going, it's, <laughs> it's keeping going us to fix this truck. <laughs> it's, it's keeping <laughs> us on the road so we can film it and make sure you guys are having a good time. <laughs> yeah, that's one thing that I will say is like you're like I saw that photographer the the photographer like so many times. It was awesome that like cuz everybody forgets to be like, "Oh, I want, you know, can you video for this for me?" Well, it's a hunter match and everything's supposed to be blind. So your friend would have to shoot before you, right? Move his gear over and then come back and try and film. Like it's suit. It's I would find this to be a little bit more difficult to get good pictures or video if it's you and your buddy trying to do right. it. But you guys provide that per se with having somebody that's running around taking pictures, taking video, yeah. everything else like that. Yeah, we we try to do that service so that um, number one is it lets you guys concentrate on what the you're match. doing, on match shooting, having fun, right? Um, we also try to do that to give back to our sponsors. Right. Right. So, yeah, I like mean, you're wearing a Vortex, you know, shirt right now and whatnot. So, you know, Vortex is one of our sponsors. So we're going right. to take pictures of that and make sure that they see that there's people out there supporting them and thanking them yeah. for supporting what we're doing as a group. Right. Absolutely. So it, it's twofold. Um, but mainly it's because we want people to not to worry about, well, not to worry about it and have fun. Yeah, you know? exactly. Now, like Friday, I ran around all day and like had my phone on a tripod and would like, as soon as the clock starts, I'd like set that down and I'd have my trigger cam going and I'd like try oh. and shoot everything. And I was like, <laughs> Robert helped me out and like would set it down once or twice for me, but I was trying to do everything on the clock and I was like, yeah. I knew I wasn't, this is my first one. I'm out here to, to help Robert. I just get the opportunity to shoot. So I was out here just having a good time. It was so yeah. much fun. So the, the master of that is Philip Vallejo. Yeah. And that's who I tried to emulate because, man, he's so he puts that GoPro down and he's like, OK, boom, done, like on the clock, goosh, 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 does the whole thing. And I'm yeah. like, he made that look way too easy. But yeah. then again, he's probably done it a lot of times. Well, the, the first time I saw him do it, I'm like, what the F are you doing, bro? Yeah. You know, he's holding his selfie stick and he's holding his rifle and he's doing holing all his gear and, and camera gear. Mm -hmm. Right. And I'm like, what the F are you doing? He's like, I got it. I'm like, OK. Yeah. I'm like, as long as you're safe, you know, go for it. Right. Yeah. And, and he did it, and then he sent me the footage. I was like, yeah. not bad. All yeah. right. Yeah. I haven't looked at any of it. I don't have my computer with me. So, like, when I get home, I'm going to, like, dump all that on my computer and be like, okay, let's see if this actually looks good. <laughs> right. It may not la make the light of day, but, hey, I had fun doing it. And, like, the I this is the first time I've ever run the trigger cam. Yep. So. Great product. I I got that on a smoking deal from one of our, our friends in Georgia and was like, you know what? I'm just going to run into the match. Yeah. Like, 
why not? Yeah. Took a bunch of weights out of my gun to make sure that I made I made weight or whatever and made weight, and I was like, so rock and roll. I don't know if you were aware, but your trigger camp does not count as weight towards your overall rifle weight. I didn't know that until the morning that we showed up here to uh, actually okay. shoot, and I had already taken the weights out, and I was like, whatever, I'll just leave it on. Yeah. So the, the reason that we do that is because we want be able, we want people to be able to create media and content for themselves, right. but it also helps grow the sport. Yeah. Right. So it's um, it's actually there's really no positive benefit other than getting content right. to having that on there. It doesn't make it. It changes. I mean, it, it changes, changes your point of impact. Change your point of impact. It changes your actual um, eye relief. Eye relief on how far far forward or back you are on the uh, on the optic. And I was like, I'm fine with it. Like. Yeah. So I mean, this is my first match. Like I was doing terrible in the morning, and then in the afternoon I turned it on and 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 shot way better. I don't know if it was you know the gun sped up because it was hotter and like everything well, lined back up. Here come the excuses, folks. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I was just having a good time. Like some of the stages, I was like, I for because I come from the race gun world. I was like, hey, I've got four minutes to shoot this. You know, fine range engage. Like some of the ones that was one position four targets you find them all bang 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 lays them all i was like okay got my dope and then i would just bang 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 like he's like you got it too and i was like hey man that was fun i don't care <laughs> <laughs> right um right. i'm just happy i did really well on the tower that was that was the one that um i was lo really looking forward to the four right. different animals um yep. out of order based on the the little sheet there so a let's, let's bit of a mind game let's explain the tower real quick so it is a shooting tower but the, and robert asked me about this um because we don't want to use positions or props that you would not use in, hunt, in a hunting, in a hunting scenario. scenario right but out east a lot of people shoot from hunting um stands like elevated deer elevated stands. deer stands yep right which is i've shot out of i've hunted out of um up in missouri mm -hmm. um so that uh, that was to emulate a raised tree stand. Right. Right. So you got up there and um, to make it a little bit more challenging, you know, it was what, four different animal shapes. Yep. It was like a, a bobcat, a rabbit, a coyote, and like a beaver or something like yeah, that. Yeah. So you had to memorize all of them and they weren't in the same, necessarily the same order that they were on the paper. Exactly. So you just know, had to know that, hey, that is one of the things I am supposed to be shooting. Yes. So. Yep. And then um, it was running left to right, so you had to, like, make sure, yes, you're shooting left to right, but not animal order. So you had to kind of remember that, which was a little bit of a mind game, and yeah. it, but it was it was a good time. And, I mean, that far that far shot was 700-plus-ish yards on a wolf or a coyote or something like that. And there wasn't a whole lot of wind um, – Friday when we shot, but in the afternoon it started to pick up a little bit because we had those those storms rolling through. Right, and I put a mill on it at at the back and hit it. Really, you had to put a mill on it on yeah. Friday. Yeah, I wonder what they're holding today because today was windier today, than today Friday. was way windier. Yeah. yeah, interesting. So I'm gonna message. Well, David didn't. David shot on Friday too. I'm gonna message one of these guys and 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 ask him be like, hey, what'd you put on, what'd you put on the 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 wolf on right. on the tower stage? Right. Um. Awesome. Well, I appreciate sitting down with you. This is we've been Facebook friends and talking forever. And back when I was doing the NRL twenty two match direct and stuff, we'd talk all the time. Yep. But this is actually the first time that we've actually met each other in the four years. Yeah, or something four like that. plus years. Yeah, something four like that, plus yeah. years. We've been we've been emailing and talking back and forth and and handling handling stuff out there. But yeah, it was the first time we actually got to meet you. But 
yeah, it was it was funny how we met. But yes, we did we did meet. But I appreciate you coming on and, and taking the time to sit down and kind of explain some things where where it started and where it's going and what we can expect to see in the future. Yeah, hopefully lots of good things and hopefully it'll uh, continue to grow with the support down here in the south. And oh yeah, for sure. The more the people that demand it, the more we'll make it happen. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you coming on, and you guys have uh, have some good adventures in Louisiana, and then uh, get back to Southern California nice and safe and sound. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Awesome. Thanks, bud. Thanks.